Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Bullshit, episode number Deucity Deuce, number 22, brought to you today by our good friends over at Meet the Brave. It's a podcast hosted by my dear friend, Mr. Monty Draper. Um, today, we're going to do the podcast with my buddy, Zana, and it will be dedicated to the loving memory of our friend, Dylan. Here we go. So, what's um, the challenge again? My volume level. Is that actually what's going on right now? Is your volumes are really high? Oh, really? No. Like I'm, in the thing about her? We're actually doing the podcast now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I so started, you just started. I started, I didn't even tell you. Welcome to the Coffee and Bullshit. I call this the Lazy H Studio. The Lazy H. Did you see the sign on the porch? No, I did not. Okay, there's a Lazy H sign. There's a little backstory for about my family. There's a, my grandfather owned a piece of property in Nebraska that he called the Lazy H. And it was his little ranch mm-hmm. in Nebraska um, where he grew fruit trees and stuff. Ooh. And so, yeah, and get that closer to your face. Sorry. Got it. There you go. It likes, see, there's a little round thing inside of there. Nope. Well, yes. It, it, don't do this. Do that. Okay, got it. Yeah, that that's actually good placement. You're okay, doing, great. You're doing good things. Now I will EQ you a little bit. What does EQ mean? I'm going to take out some of the, I'm going to add some highs and I'll take out a little bit of the low and maybe and maybe take out a little bit of the middle mid-range stuff. That was all things I completely understood. <laughs> well, you're a musician too, right? Yes, ish, sort of. But I avoid the microphone even when I'm singing into it. I kind of okay. do this thing where I miss it <laughs> and then this problem it just doesn't quite work. Here's so. the funny thing. is like, okay, so you, you have such a dynamic voice that it was picking up on both sides, on either side of the microphone, just fine. <laughs> so don't think for one second that you can get away from the microphone ah. and it makes a whole lot of difference. So I was really trying there. It would have to be like way out here oh. before it would change the volume. I was really going for the effect of like. <laughs> my uh, the first podcast I had my buddy Derek and my mom. Oh. And Derek and my mom was talking. Well, I had like one mic that was good and then mm-hmm. a shitty mic. And me being narcissistic, narcissistic as fuck, I decided to use the good microphone. It was the handheld mic though. <laughs> The other one was on a stand, so they had the hands-free version, and I was using the one that I needed to use my hands with, so I guess it's not that big of a deal as far as the, like, I'm using the good mic and you're not part of it goes. Probably not. But my mom kept being real quiet, like, she'd be like, way over here. Derek goes, you've got to fellatiate the microphone. (laughs) To my mom. To my mom. yes. Yes. (laughs) So for a long time, I was working fellatiate the mic into each podcast. Oh, looks like you just did that again. I brought it back. It's been a while. You brought it back. I brought it back because here's the thing. First off, I have to introduce you. We just started. Okay, got it. So you're you're Zana. I don't use last names most of the time. um, But you're Zana. Yep, perfect. And we met at Noble, I think. Yeah. So that was in, was that 2010? I can't even, I don't even know. I think I was in the midst of my master's program. 
And we were sitting there, and I don't remember how we got to talking, but I think you had mentioned you were a DJ, and I was studying, and I don't think I ever finished that chapter that day. (laughs) I don't even, like, literally don't even remember exactly how the whole thing went, but I I feel like it was noble, because that's where I met everybody that I know from Ashland, pretty much. That's where everyone in Ashland meets. And then it turns out that we have a assload of mutuals. Yes. That are super, super duper close to me. And you. Yeah. That we share in common. Mm-hmm. Like Ashley. And Anna. And Anna. And let me just go ahead and say that Anna's wedding was like so Off the stupid hook. good. It was so, so good. good. So fun. And and uh, so the last time I saw you was at Soph's birthday party. Yes, Sophia's birthday. And Riley, my son was with me. Yeah. My, my grown ass son. And he was kind of, it, it was kind of a little rough time for him. And he was sort of off on his own little deal. Yeah. And uh, Jake just fucking jumped right into conversation with him. Like, they knew each other. Jake is such a sweetheart. I just want to hug him. He's just the nicest person. He's so nice. He has really nice friends, Travis. Totally. Like, super nice friends. You have nice friends. We both do. We, we have the same friends. We have the same friends. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, okay, so it just it's just super ironic that or maybe that's just the luck right like it's maybe not irony it's just luck that we share these awesome rad totally good people friends that like ashley and i have a um really good friendship Mm. and her husband i've Mm. known since he was like nine he said that i've known him for years i love it i heart noah and his dad's like my my mentor my older brother guy Oh. I love Rob. Rob is like another one of those guys I just want to hug for 12 whole seconds. And never let him go. And never let him go. <laughs> Except, I guess, for at 12 the end, seconds. At the end of the 12 seconds, I'll, I'll yeah. just release it. And Gently. Then and then, like... <laughs> go right back in for some more. Because that first it. hug was like foreplay. The second hug is like the real deal, Holyfield. Well, I mean, there, there are some really good hugs, like the... My favorite thing my brother actually does mm. is he'll get he like put his arms around mm. me and give me a big hug mm-hmm. and I'll start to let go and he'll go I'm not ready to let go yet I'm like oh <laughs> and I'll just go back and then I'll like start to shift and he goes I'm not gonna let go until you're really ready to let go are you ready to let go I'm like mm. no and he's like okay and then we just stay there and it's really good I have to tell my 27 subscribers that we're eating dinner at the same time of podcasting normally it's really good here. It's we're gonna call it dinner and bullshit. Mm-hmm. The co- the podcast is coffee and bullshit. Yep. But tonight it's dinner and bullshit. Yes. You just got done crossfitting. I did indeed. Do you know what I was doing before you got here? Making dinner. Well, and and because I can multitask, I do a different kind of workout called CrossFat. So <laughs> generally, and I have a fat bit, so it tells me like eat some pizza, chubby. <laughs> Quit walking around so damn much. You trying to lose some weight? Well, that was like, I was on my way over here. I was like, oh, maybe I could bring, because one of my favorite things is cake. Cake's okay. my favorite thing in the entire world. I love um, cake. It's so good. Cake we is could, good. We could talk about all my favorite kinds of cakes. That's a whole other conversation. Okay. So when I had asked you on my way over, like, hey, what's your feeling about sweets? And you're like, I'm fat. That's exactly. <laughs> like, like, literally bring the sweets. Where are the fucking sweets at? Well, it was funny. I was like, I was like do I... Does yes. that mean I should break the sweets? Is that a yes? Is that a... So, <laughs> so I'm thinking there should be an, a, like an excursion after this quickly for like ice cream or like cake. Here's cake. the deal. Um, chocolate chip cookies oh, go directly into my mouth. And 
There's fly in there. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll, there's a fly in the food? No. Oh, I thought you said there's a fly in there. No, I said nothing. But I had like a little dangly cheese there and I was trying to get that out. <laughs> like it was like dangly out of the right side of my mouth. Like, oh my gosh. That's great. Well, this is like, this is how bachelors cook, right? So I just took a bunch of shit and threw it in a Dutch oven and cooked it. There's mushrooms. Considering I don't cook, this is amazing. By the way, I have no meat in there. There's no what? meat. There's zero meat in this. What am I eating? You're eating vegetables. It's a whole weird thing. Vegetables <laughs> um, are so weird. I have, I, I am, I am at this point mostly vegetarian. Probably ninety five percent. Really? I've been eating a little bit of meat. We don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I decided a little over a year ago to change that up, and it's crazy how two things. It's crazy how easy it is, mm-hmm. and it's fucking expensive. Yes. It's stupid expensive to. Eat that healthy. Now, I'm not saying that meat is unhealthy, but I was eating so much meat. It was like, my body was like, hey, buddy, you're going to need to take about a year off of this. <laughs> like, okay. Um, okay, so, okay, let's go. Let's let's take it back a little bit. Okay, taking it back. Are you from here? Uh, no. Well, yes. So, kind of. Where were you born? So I was, this is what I say, I was born in Concord, California. Mm-hmm. I was raised in Walnut Creek, California, and I grew up in Ashland, Oregon. Is how I like to put that. So, I'm not from here either. Oh, where are you from? I'm from Missouri. <gasps> My dad's from Missouri. Mm. I like your dad already. He's a good dude. Super good dude. I like him so much. So, where? Where is he from? Oh, he is from St. Louis. Oh, we won't like each other. Oh, really? No, I'm from Kansas there... City. Yeah, we don't. They don't oh, like each other a lot. I didn't know that. Cool. It's a baseball thing. Oh. It's also oh. like big brother, little brother. So like St. Louis has always been like the bigger place. Yeah. And Kansas City has been a cow town. Now, it, now if you look at the population, mm-hmm. Kansas City is bigger than St. Louis at this point because people have been leaving St. Louis by the droves. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I actually don't care. But if a Cardinals fan wants to start talking shit, I'll be like, look, dog. <laughs> look. You don't want to talk baseball with me because I'm smarter than you and I have a whole beard. <laughs> the whole I mean, thing is I mean, a beard. It seems like you'd win. I might win. Some guy he, some guy I don't know um, about four or five years ago cornered me at Limestone. About I, I normally wear a Royals hat. You've mm-hmm. probably seen my KC hat. I think I uh, have. Yeah. I almost always wear that hat. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm sitting there and I'm working on DJ crap and he's like, so, you like the Royals? And I was like, yeah, I'm from Kansas City. He's like, yeah, totally. He goes, well, when have they ever been relevant? And I was like, okay, Ooh. I know mm-hmm. they suck. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 1985 was great. Um, they won 102 games in 1977. So, they've had some really great years. They've actually, out of 50 seasons, have... 24 losing seasons, which is a lot, but it's better than 500, right? Like, it's a better... Actually, their winning percentage in career is .485. How do you remember all this? I read a lot of shit. Noted. Yeah. And and I'm (laughs) I'm I'm slightly obsessed with baseball. But um, You and my dad would get along really well, actually. I go, so who do you like? And he goes, well, I like the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I was like, I roll. Okay, look. Let me let me just go ahead and say this to you as politely as possible, but your team, if you're going to talk about relevancy, mm-hmm. your team won the World Series three years after my team. So you're three years better than the Royals, 
and you pay a lot for that. Mm-hmm. Your team has a huge payroll. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't talk well, baseball to me. Well, year. I think that's the thing when it comes to baseball in any sports at this point. The better teams are the ones where the money's at. It's so it's totally. not even about talent as it is about the gaming and the looking, especially for baseball, it's looking at the statistics and looking at which player is doing what, yeah. and then just building that team by, hey, look, I've got the dollar. And so it's really not like what I feel like what it was. Who was I talking to? It actually might have been Jake. Hmm. Um, but we were talking about how... Um, Looking for talent back in the day was done more like, I guess, on a hunch of like that person's going to be, you know, I just got a, I got a feeling about that kid as opposed to now it's like, hey, we got this kid in high school and we've been seeing his batting average is this and, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. times on base and blah, 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 and it's all done by the numbers. And, um, you know, that feeling that you get just does does not exist anymore. And it's all about. The number, the dollar. What can you make off this person? I should have brought paper towels to the table. I feel like a lot of my dinner is in my beard. I feel like a lot of dinner is like on my clothes because that's usually what I use. Look, to like I was, I was, okay, so I forget what I ate earlier when I got home, but it ended up on another shirt that I was wearing. And so I took <laughs> it off and changed it. I, I put this one on mm-hmm. and this one says make country music great again with the Johnny Cash flip off picture. I was just wondering, is he flipping people off? Yeah, that totally. He's super flipping people off. I love that. But then I reached up for another shirt and it was bright yellow and I was like, oh, you know, like... I'm going to eat a red sauce thing. It's going to end up on that shirt. So They I look a little Ronald McDonald. Way Ronald McDonald, mm-hmm. which is exactly what my football team colors look like. The Chiefs, they look like Ronald McDonald employees. Mm-hmm. That was actually our high school mascot because we were the Broncos. But So Northgate High School, we were red and gold. But really so you didn't go to them. Ashland High School? No. So mm-hmm. I went to Northgate High School in Lana Creek, California. Mm. So that's a little... Um, when did you move here? I moved here in 2003 mm. and lived here on and off till about 2012. Um, there was a stint of living in Germany for 14 months, mm. and then I moved away to Humboldt, to Hawaii, to East Palo Alto, and back. Mm. So, so is that like all the moving you've done? Is um, that pretty much it? I think so. I mean, besides for, like, all the houses in Ashland I've gone to. Fuck, let me tell you. <laughs> like, we, I, I could I could give you a tour of where I've lived in the Rogue Valley. Oh, yeah. And it might take a couple of days. That could be super fun. And then I was here, and we did this oh, at this house. Gosh. I mean, I lived just over on Spring Street many years ago. Oh. Riley was, like, five. So almost 20 years ago, you know, like, 19 years ago this year. Um, okay. So what, what what's your degree in? Um, so I have. Are you ready for this? I love doing right. this. It's because I love school, and school is my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, I don't know if I'm going back ever, but I loved it. Um, but I got my bachelor's of science in psychology, bachelor of arts in German, minor in education, and then I got my master's in mental health counseling. Okay. Booyah! Boom! You got a lot of education there. <laughs> I really liked it. I'm a geek. I didn't go to college, so I haven't slept with a man yet. Good work. <laughs> we can unfair. change this. No, I'm sure change. we can figure this out. I mean, it, it's so funny. Do you funny. want to? No, no. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But no, I'm here for women. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I know I'm like a giant, like, bear, looking, so. giant bear. Giant bear. My ex-wife. Oh, I love to, that phrase. 
Please. I'm a giant bear. The I'm, bears. I like to They're tell people best. I'm ginger fluid. <laughs> it sounds really bad, but oh dear. My ex-wife used to say, like, you know, uh, on Pride Weekend, I could just drop you off and you can explore your sexuality. And I was like, um, I've only, you know, been with ladies and you're one of them, and I don't. Ah. <laughs> but and my mom, like my mom and my sisters, thought I was gay for the longest, and they might still. Seriously, it's a thing. And it, it might, I don't know where that comes from, from them. Maybe mm-hmm. I should call them and ask them, but it doesn't really matter. Um, but if you came into my house, which you have. I'm here. But I'm you, here. you literally, I'm not at this point given any kind of tours, but if you saw my shoes, there might, there might start to definitely be a thing. Do you, do you have a lot of shoes? Fuck yeah, I have a lot of shoes. How many pairs of shoes do you have? A lot. Like, okay, do you, I mean, what's a lot? Like, it's more like than 30. 10? More than 30. Yeah. I don't have more than 20. I have I probably I have 10 just in the living room on a shoe rack. Are you serious? How do you... Oh, what? yeah. So is it like they're specific to like style or are they specific to like purpose or are they specific to like, you know, like colors? Like what? what is it that draws you to these shoes? Impulse. Co- oh, almost completely. <laughs> I have Converse with flamingos embroidered on them. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And I have a flamingo suit. And... I'm you not, just won all the things, my friend. The all internet the things. has all... And, and, oh, and I have a rainbow onesie. Nuh-uh. Super zips all the way up. The like whole, past up your the head, the hood. Like, yeah. Okay. Next on the list, though, is one of those horse heads. You know... The, so you could put it in somebody's bed. No, I'm just going to wear it. Going godfather in that a little bit. Yes, good job. Uh-huh. Good You're job. Good job reminding me of when I met James Caan and my ex-wife, my first ex-wife was like, you're the guy in the movie with Nicolas Cage. (laughs) I was like, that's that's James Caan. He's Sonny and Godfather. Like, (laughs) forget yourself over there. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah, that was Las Vegas about 1995. We lived in Vegas. So I've lived in Mm. eight states. Yeah. So like Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Texas, California, Colorado, Nevada, and Oregon. I've lived in those places, and Lazarus. I will stay the fuck here. Oh yeah, I love it here. Yeah, it's stupid good, <clears throat> except for this shit outside right I now. I mean, the smoke is really awful, and it's it's funny is that like I just moved back in March, mm-hmm. and um, and it's weird, kind of like kind of living in East Palo Alto and like coming back over here, and you know having been away from it for last six seven years, I don't know how long, mm-hmm. but just kind of stopping and going like. When you know you're home, you're home. Yeah. Like, as much as I love the Bay Area, and that's where all my family is I living. Love the Bay Area. The Bay Area is wonderful. And I fit right in. I mean, I fit in until I get stuck in traffic or <laughs> I, um, you know, want to get to a friend's house and to get anywhere, it's 45 minutes to mm. an hour. Um, here, it's like, I want to go see Anna, I want to go see Ashley, and I want to go see five even minutes. It, it, five, ten minutes. Ten or minutes. like, I'll meet you at Noble. You know? <laughs> Here's what best. cracks me up. Like, when I used to DJ at the Vinyl Club back when oh, it was the, like the 80s nights and stuff. Oh, and all those. This is back in like MySpace days to kind of give you a chronological time example. I did the MySpace. Everyone did the MySpace. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. I would be doing 80s night out there, <clears throat> and my Medford friends would, would be like, oh, man, it's so far. Ashland's so far away. What? what? And I'm like, 
Never move to a city. Yeah. Never move anywhere outside of the Rogue Valley if you think Ashland's far away. Mm-hmm. I get it. You don't want to drink and drive, but look, I will drive your honky ass home. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Seriously. But whatever. I, I I drive almost every year back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And mm. the next time I go there, I'm flying because it's ridiculous to drive. But That's I like to see the things. My dad actually, well, he did it for a while. I don't think he did it every year. Um, he does a baseball trip mm. every year to go see, um, Probably the Cardinals. um, no, he's, he's actually an A's fan. So he goes mm. down for spring training every year and okay. he goes with a bunch of his buddies and Arizona. Yes, sir. Um, he goes down there and, um, it's a man's trip. Mm-hmm. I've been told. Cause I was like, dad, can I come with? And I got no, this is for men. And I was like, but I would like, I like baseball. I, I like baseball. You. Um, I love you, dad. I love you, daddy. Um, he's probably going, I've never said that. Anyways, but, um, he would ride his motorcycle down. From here? From, well, from, the, from Bay the Bay Area. Area. So that's where he's living. He's in, he's in San Francisco proper. Hmm. Um, so, or West Portal. Is he there now in San Francisco? Yep. That's where he's living. Cool. So dad's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister's in Berkeley. My brother is in East Palo Alto, which mm. is where I was living, so. Yeah. I like Berkeley. There's a really good barbecue place there called Casey's, and it's based. It's like a Kansas City style barbecue restaurant. I don't know if I've been there. My friend's like kind of uncle owns it, and I've been there twice. Nice. Yeah, and then there's Everton Jones right there on San Pablo and University. That's a, that's real close to where I live. I love Berkeley. Really I love cool. Oakland. Oh my god, Oakland's just like Kansas City. Oakland's pretty, actually. Except there's a lot of water right there. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, an, a water park in Kansas City. So what's funny to me is that when I was growing up, Oakland was not as cool as it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when I was growing up, Oakland was kind of, you know, a harder place to live. But mm-hmm. it seems like, I know, there's a lot changed since I since I left. And there's a lot of places like, I didn't know this existed. And you can go horse riding, places. horseback riding in East Oakland. Oh, really? Yeah, you just go up the hill a little further, and there you are. Really? And you're looking down on everybody because you're on the hill way up high. So I'm always... When I when I was up in, in the East Hills in Oakland, mm-hmm. I was judging people from it's, up high. It's funny. And I was... I was Where you're saying you're judging people, mm-hmm. I was going, on top of the world looking down on creation. <laughs> like, that's what I went to. <laughs> so just a little different perspective on where you go when you're looking down. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> well... I, I really like the Bay Area, and I get down there. In fact, I was looking online today. There's a store in San Francisco in um, Hayes, in, like right off the bridge, right kind of – it's close to Lombard. Yay. You know, and there's uh, like a, a nice fancy little French coffee shop that they make like baguettes. You have to say it like they, baguettes. 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 And they make other <laughs> – Food, pastry food and stuff. But anyway, (laughs) there's a place called Undefeated. And Undefeated is a um, street fashion, like urban fashion outlet. Or not really an outlet, but it's a store. And they make their own stuff, but they also sell really high-end Nikes that you can't really get anywhere else. Or some that you can, but, you know, more. it's more like specialized stuff. And they have a back room. They have like a cool shoe guy. Got I was cool just gonna guy. say, do they have shoes at back there? <laughs> I get, I get the special treatment. Ooh! But undefeated, it's it's funny because my buddy um, John, who was on one of the podcasts, I think number seventeen, 
He was roommates with the founder and now undefeated giant. They're mm-hmm. all over. They're in Portland. They're in San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles. They're, I mean, but they're on the web. You know, everything's on the web. Mm-hmm. But it's like very, very high end urban fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. Pink Dolphins, another one that I dig. And it's like. What's Pink Dolphin? Pink Dolphin's a name brand and they make oh. their own stuff. They don't know any of the cool things. Like, well, it's super not age appropriate for me, but I love it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I don't think when it comes to fashion that I mean, is there is there age appropriate? I guess there is age mm-hmm. appropriate fashion, huh? I mean, yeah. I just want to grow a giant hippie beard and wear clothes that are supposed to be for twenty two year olds. I'm on my way. <laughs> Halfway there. That's legit. At work, though, I have to wear stupid slacks and a fucking <clears throat> stupid shirt. Where do you I work? hate it. I work at a company. It's a fucking cool company. It's locally owned. Oh, there's food on my microphone. Um, Highway Products, and we manufacture like high end truck accessories and work Ooh. truck stuff, like flatbeds and whatnot. Ooh, fancy. So, what my job is there is I set up dealers in 27 states. I call them and go, hey, sell our stuff. Yeah. So my my job is like indirect sales, but I get them set up and it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And then I, I get them into the, like the knowledge stuff. I start getting them, you know, being able to sell what we do Mm -hmm. is hard because we're really expensive and there's uh, a company out there that's been doing it for, you know, like 30 years longer than we have. And we've been doing it since 1980, but they're, they're like, way closer to the east coast than we are so we don't really get the traction that they do so we're developing our own demand oh wow really cool that sounds super fun actually it's like i'm driving the brand a little bit that's very cool super cool so when you when i get like when i get somebody yesterday i called a guy in hayes kansas and um it was the second phone call I made to him. The first one was like, hey, can I send you my catalog? Yes, you can. Great. I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. Next call. Hey, did you get the catalog? Yes, I did. All right, cool. So here's what we're doing. Do you want to do it? Yes, I do. Great. All right, I'll get it done. Boom. Hang up. Call the distributor. Say, hey, this is the guy. He wants this box. Get it done. Mm-hmm. And then I'm and then I'm done. And then I, a week after that, I'm going to call him back and say, okay, this specific box is this much thicker than the best box on the market. And, you know, just kind of teach him how to sell it. Yeah. Um, based off of product knowledge and when to sell it, like how to sell it. So we've actually been, myself and my boss have been writing this program. And then we hired another, like a young guy. He's like 25 or 26, wicked smart. Mm-hmm. And um, his portion of this program is kind of blowing mine away. It's I've, I'm like a little like, oh, man. Because <laughs> I, I had this really cool idea and it was on fire. And then he comes in and his is like. Totally on point. Totally, like it's just nailed down, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, we need to use his program. It's way better than mine. So let's do that." That's really good of you to be that honest. Well, look, it, the thing is, is whatever anyone else brings to the table that helps the team is good for me. Absolutely. So there you got to tap into that. Heck yeah! You can't you can't compete on your own team. No. If you do, you don't win the ring. Yep. That is LeBron true. James. <laughs> Yeah, is that great? So tell me about your, um, you know, like your experience from coming out of high school in Walnut Creek and going to SOU. Oh. What was like the the culture divide 
how did that feel oh for you? Oh my goodness. Okay. So Walnut Creek, though a beautiful town, mm-hmm. um, and the whole Bay Area, I think in general is just I mean, there's just wonderful little pockets of mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, Walnut Creek is kind of what I call the yuppie end mm. of the Bay Area. Um, it's just super fancy. And I feel a little bit like my family was the not-so-fancy people of Walnut Creek, but we were there. Cool. Um, yeah. So, um, whereas a lot of the kids around us were driving Beamers and Corvettes and all kinds of stuff. And you're driving an 84 Volvo. I was driving a 78 <laughs> Datsun B2. Oh, yeah. that's right. The blue, Boom! Pump, the blue pumpkin, the right? The blue potato. Potato. So okay. that, that car... Was first, get this, my grandmother's. Okay. Then it was my father's. Okay. Then it was my sister's. And then it sat in her driveway for 10 years and collected dust and then was given to me. And you got to drive the dust <laughs> and around. I got to drive the dust around. So. Oh my gosh. So you're in this like place of like well to do, like, like a little, Mer. a little like, I don't know, a little nose. Up and a you're driving a fucking. B210. But that's the cool thing, is that my mom being like... <laughs> but my mom, like, souped, souped, if you can see my fingers, souped it up. Quote, by, unquote. Like, quote, unquote. Um, by, um, she gave it, like, this really pretty, like, paint job. <laughs> and, like, she got the seats fixed up, so it was, like, this blue leather in the car. So it was, like, kind of pretty. Okay. And yet, at the same time... It was a hunk of crap, so but it made me happy. Um, like, Do you know what the four ten is? The Datsun four ten. Oh, I've never seen the four ten because it's never it was never released in America. But it's similar to the five ten, but just mm-hmm. a little more rounded off on the fenders, and it's mm, kind of yeah. it's kind of a smaller. Five tens are sexy, like nineteen seventy, like sixty nine seventy seventy one. Supposed to be like advertised as like the 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 sports car for like. Well, For people who can't afford sports yeah, cars, basically, like that's the idea. And they, you know, my brother-in-law who lives right up the road, he's got a couple, <clears throat> um, or he's had a few, and he had one, the orange pumpkin. It's called the orange pumpkin. Yeah, and it was Aww. fucking cool. <laughs> it was a cool car. They're really cool. Cars. It was a race car. He built it for autocross racing, and it, the license plates read "I eat V8s." <laughs> That's fantastic. He would bury a car, a big car, in a corner all day long. <laughs> and while the car might catch up on a long, straight stretch, mm-hmm. the second it turned anywhere, he was winning the race. Oh, neato. Totally cool car. Yeah. So the 410 is similar to that that um, kind of like low sedan, you know, two or four door, um, really edgy Japanese car. Yeah. That is, there's like a complete like subculture of people that drive the 510 and the 410s and the, you know, the 280, the old 280Zs, 260s. Oh, the 280Zs were super cool. (laughs) I'm more of an old Volkswagen guy, Mm -hmm. which I've expressed to you, Mm -hmm. you know, my dream car. Yes, the 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 you wanted the the Beetle, right? Yeah, but it's specific. It's got to be 65 or older. Okay. Um, 66 is fine. I would do a 66 because the body style is the exact same as a 65. Mm-hmm. I just feel more pulled to the number 65. I've had one. Mm-hmm. And that's like the 67 is the only one-off body style Volkswagen ever made, meaning they made one, that one year of that body style. And then they changed it in 68. How'd they change it? 
Um, well, okay, so in 66, up from, like, you know, the very first bugs from, like, the 30s, which we didn't see, mm-hmm. we didn't start seeing them until, like, 49 and 50, um, their fenders were way more of a curvy-looking deal. Mm-hmm. Even the sides were a little more curved out. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. That was me. a good sneeze. Thanks, I was trying to get away from the mic. You did fine. We heard it, too. Okay. We're going to hear it later when I, when I publish this podcast. <laughs> But the the headlights are um, like a sunken bucket thing with a glass covering over the entire headlight. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the uh, bumper, the blade bumper with um, the, I want to say the turn signals. There were also turn signals in the headlight buckets. And then there were the turn signals on top that were a little smaller on the fender. On the back, the taillights were one color. In the in the earlier years, one color red, and they were small, mm-hmm. and they were almost just perfectly round. Mm-hmm. And then in like the probably like fifty eight somewhere around there, they went to the bigger, more teardrop looking taillights. Yeah, and that was the first year of the square the the big back window was fifty eight. Yes, so fifty eight to sixty six had really similar body styles. And the really old ones had the semaphore turn signals, which came out of the door. Huh. In the in the B pillar of the door. You know what an A pillar is? Nope. A, A is that front uh, part of the, the top of the sedan yeah. that connects to your windshield together, and then your doors. Uh, and then the B one's right here behind you. Yeah. And then there's the C and maybe a D pillar. But yeah, so your first one's the A pillar, and then you have the B right here. So the turn signals came out right here. Wow. Totally dumb. And it was just this little pointing down triangle that would pop up, blink, and that's how you told people you were turning. Oh, that's interesting. And they were maybe that long, you know, like maybe a little less than a foot or maybe about a foot. And that was it for a so turn So it's not signal. like a blinker or like a light. It was just like a... There was a light. Oh, okay, but, but it, not it came a, out. Not a blinker. Okay. It was just like a blink, and it would be... And you make that noise? Blink. <laughs> blink. <laughs> I'm doing, it's more like, <laughs> blink, blink. So it's like almost like a blinker, but you, it's, it's no er. Just, the yeah, blink. just plain ass blink. <laughs> blink. Okay, sorry. And then we go, <laughs> back in. <laughs> so sad. Blink. I've done my <laughs> job. Blink. <laughs> it's like when you tell your dog to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I can, I can, we can pull up to a Volkswagen and I can give you the decade and mm-hmm. almost the exact year based off of the fenders, the taillights, the headlights, the fucking windshield wipers. Like, I mean, there's so many different things that I can go. Yep. 72. It's a large question then. Very important question. Go. What are your feelings on the punch buggy game? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> my son and I used to play slug bug. Until he hit Is like it a man. Slug bug or punch buggy? We played slug bug. Okay, slug bug. He hit me so fucking hard. I was like, we're done with that. <laughs> he hit me so hard. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Never My brother it. and I did that. Still do sometimes. I do this game, the asshole. Oh my God. The finger circle game. I love that game. So me and a buddy, we will send each other the the asshole, the finger, like over Facebook. Mm. Like, be like, hey, go check your Facebook. What the? Pow. What the fuck? Yeah. It's so good. I think there's a guy at work. He used to work like upstairs in mm. our office. And I was following him one time, and he did the asshole thing right on his butthole. Obviously with his pants on. Yeah. And I looked. I looked right at his (laughs) balloon knot, and I was like, dude, 
I just looked. <laughs> I have not only failed at the game, but I looked at your butt. <laughs> yep. I mean, was it a good bite? I'm, you know, it's a guy with a beard, so you can judge that. I mean, guys with beards, I mean, does, if he has a beard, it's a negation having a bad, butt, have, a good, good or bad butt. If you're a man with a beard, it automatically ups your butt game. Does it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to make that up. I'll go I'm with it. I'm going to sure. make it up. Yeah, if you have a beard, you have a good butt, sir. Good job. Good job <laughs> well with done. the butt. Well done with the butt. <laughs> your, your butt's on par, sir. It, does my beard make my butt look big? Yes, but in a good way. Like, I want to touch it. I want to make make names with it. I mean... Make names. There's kind of that whole, like, l- lumberjack look that I feel like is kind of the thing right now. And it's yeah. like... The... Oh, I've been chopping things in my yard with a, a handsaw. There you go. No, no, like... Oh, that one. Just kidding. Yeah, handsaw. handsaw. Like, I'm getting into it. Like, nice. physicality is happening. Lumberjack-ish. I, I also want... I want um, I want to make a thing. There's a... I, God, what was I thinking about the other day? I, I, was, I asked my buddy if he had an old skill saw laying around that he didn't want anymore. Because I work for him every now and then at the bar. And I'm like, bro, you could, like, pay me for a night by giving me your old skill saw. And he's like, well, I'm, I use that one all day long. I'm like, yeah, I know. But do you have an old one? <laughs> but... Anyway, I was thinking about making... What was it I was going to make? I was going to make some kind of furniture mm-hmm. so I can be like... Did you ever see that Portlandia? I never watched Portlandia. Oh, fuck, dude. Seriously, you got to get on that. <laughs> I it's know. Everyone super sarcastic. Says it. And are you ready for this? Go. Any show where people are awkward, like The Office, Parks and Recs, Portlandia. Wait. I can't watch that. Why not? Because I think they're... And this is this is the psychology part of me. And I'm like, okay. I think I feel so awkward sometimes that I'm like, I can't watch other people be awkward. Okay, I'm like, do, I can't do it. <laughs> have you seen Ozark? No. Okay, it's not awkward. It's are you sure? Weird. Okay. It's so good, <laughs> and it's seedy and shitty, and people are okay. terrible in it. See, that's the other thing. I have a hard time watching shows where people are terrible. Well, Jason Bateman pulls oh, Jason this awesome. serious role. It's serious. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I watch the whole series again mm-hmm. and I don't, I hardly do that. There's a few things in life that I will rewatch and one of them is Pulp Fiction and the other one is Pump Up the Volume, which, or no, okay, Pump I'm sorry, I would watch that. It's an old one. Um, but True Romance, I can watch that every fucking day. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Wow, that's a face. That's a fantastic face. Well, Okay. Here's the thing, though. That's like 1990. So okay. I was five. Old, exactly the <laughs> exactly the situation. So if you were five and 90, it's an R movie. You would have never seen it. It's, I was all about princesses at that time. Right. So yeah, Princess Bride. He Man. He Man. I did. I loved He Man. You know that He Man was created just to sell toys. Oh, I don't doubt it. It was absolutely was to just sell a toy. Oh yeah. That's it. I mean, I think a lot of movies, like kids' movies, it's just like, oh, I have this weird toy, and let's make a movie out of it. Do you remember the, um, what show was that, or cartoon, like a kid's cartoon, where there were so many copies of the cover with a dildo on the, in the castle? Oh, uh, Little Mermaid had, had a dildo in the middle of it. So if you go through the Disney's 
um, you'll find like, oh man, I went, I used to know all of them. Like there was the dildo on the cover of. <laughs> Say that again. Um, there was a dildo. 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 <laughs> Ew, dildo. If you don't know what a dildo is, use your Googler. <laughs> you have one in your pocket. <laughs> There's a couple stores in town called Rev- Love Revolution. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Not a, not a, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Anyway. So anyways. Uh, dildo. Um, but no, so Getting there was back the, to dildos. There was the dildo on the cover of The Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. In The Lion King, when the lion, like, or Simba, yeah. um, he's, like, really sad. And, like, he lays down just before Rafiki shows up. And he, yeah. like, lays down in the the... the the dandelions and all the seeds fly up in the air. Like, it spells out sex. No. Yeah, it does. I never saw that. Oh, yeah, it totally does. And then, um, I think also somewhere it might, one of the movies, if you play it really, like, you can hear someone say, take off your clothes. No way. Uh, No way. Um, So there's a a couple of them that are like that. There's the sex, there's the dildo, there's the take off your clothes. Um, There's a, oh, oh, the guy in The Little Mermaid gets gets a boner. Boners. Yeah, the guy who does the um, the wedding between the sea witch and Eric. Yeah, he gets a boner. I was, I was busy watching True Romance. Yeah, I, <laughs> and um, I was the you know ten year old kid going five look a boner. Well, there was a fi- there was probably from five to twelve. I was like look a boner. Boner, <laughs> dad, look a boner. <laughs> so, well, not at five, <coughs> but ten to twelve. I don't think that any part of my childhood when I was little with either my mom or my dad, because they're not married. But um, I can't think of anything where, oh, except for the stupid douche commercials, that's about it. <laughs> where I'm sitting there like, don't want to. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. So my stepdad and I, mm-hmm. um, we watched, have you ever seen Deliverance? No. It's fucked up. A man gets raped in it by another man. Oh. And it's, the, the scene is real. Yeah. Like, we watched that rape scene together when I was, like, 17. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, um, um, <laughs> I don't know uh, what to do with this. <laughs> and no one said a word. Yep. Not one of us. <laughs> Just went to bed and pretended but it I never was thinking, happened. Like, I was thinking, okay, because that was, that was definitely not when the movie was new, because mm-hmm. it's an older movie, but I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, Walt had to know that that was coming on. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't go like, yeah, you're not going to want to see this part or whatever. He didn't filter didn't anything. it at all. Your dad didn't? No, not at all. Oh. Yeah. I, and I, I've never actually talked about that. Like, I, I've never told my mom that my stepdad and I watched Deliverance together all through never brought this. up that moment. Not at all. And, and I will probably never watch that movie. <laughs> For how awkward that moment was. Hey, Riley, you want to come over and watch Deliverance? It's Mm. a great learning experience. We're going to have a great time. Not not ever again. No, No, I I probably never. Oh, The Hills Have Eyes. Never seen that one either. I turned it off. There's so many things I haven't seen. I turned it off. I don't like scary movies, man. Um, I can handle scary movies if they're real looking. Like if shit's totally real. Like, okay, that could totally happen. Mm -hmm. But The Hills Have Eyes was freaky. Yeah. Like, okay, I totally wanted Blair Witch to be scary AF. I felt like it really it was, scared the crap out of me. It was dumb. I was really? waiting. I was waiting to be scared. Oh, interesting. Excuse me. Waiting. Like, dying. Like, oh, come on. Do something. Nothing. Mm-hmm. The only oh. thing that was slightly, like, mindfucky was the very end with the dude standing in the corner. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's uh, it. Yeah, I remember that. 
You're like, ha, huh, hey. Well, like, and then, so, like, I remember um, my senior year in high school, like, me and, like, my three best friends at the time, we all watched The Ring. And, I like, liked that one. That one was really creepy. Yeah. And I gotta say, I really enjoyed it for a scary movie. They did it again. And did they do it again? There's a Ring 2, maybe 3. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, but, okay. like... I remember watching that and, like, waking up in the middle of the night, like, looking at the television in my room and going, oh, my God, don't come out. Like, just having a full, like, don't do it. Don't, oh, don't do it. <laughs> I, when 17 I was, years old. Oh, God. See, I think I was probably 14, 13 or 14 when Friday the 13th was on, like, HBO. Mm. And I was visiting my mom in Kansas City and my older sister, who's two years older than I, um, we watched it oh, in wow. like the broad daylight, you know. Oh, my mom was so mad. <laughs> I, and I remember like going, like we were watching, we we're like, don't shut the door, or don't lay <laughs> in the bed, or don't, don't go upstairs. Every every movie that's like that, it's all you're. They're upstairs. You're dead. Just yeah. You're dead. Well, the, the the scream movies. I loved the scream. Movies. Well, they were sarcastic. Well, okay, what were they? Oh, again? no, that was, I'm that thinking was of the scary movies. Scary movies. The scary movies were like the spoof of the Scream movies. Well, the... all of those movies, the Scream ones, if I remember, they're the ones where the guy would be like, I know what you're doing right now. Was that that one? I know what you did last oh, summer. Oh, hello. No, so there's I Know What You Did Last Summer with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. Isn't that a part of the whole thing with no, the Scream? No, it's is... a totally different, oh. like, it's like it's they all, were... They were all teenagers, though. Oh, yeah. They were all teenagers. They were all, all ex- the... super attractive, oh, yeah. little fuck-ass teenagers. Gorgeous women with the boobs. Boobs. And, like... Guys with dicks. They all had the 90s haircut, too. <laughs> with dicks. <laughs> Penises. Oh, God. Um, but, like, you know, there was, like, the... the I Know What You Did Last Summers, mm-hmm. which was all, like... You know, a whole... It was like the competition to the Scream movies. And okay. Like, the Scream movies my mom and I watched religiously together. Like, oh, those are good. What did my mom and I watch together? I don't know. I don't remember. I'll have to ask her. I know that, like, my stepdad and I went to a lot of baseball together. Aww. My grandpa, my stepdad, any of the Kansas City family, we went to a lot mm-hmm. of baseball together. And then we, my sister and I would leave... Because people would drink their beer in the plastic cups, and we would go and just get them all. As many, <laughs> and we'd carry, my grandpa would carry a whole lot. We would carry them, we would wash them. Oh, my And I, brought, I got, like, two, and I just washed them. I have one at work that I drink. It's from, like, the 80s, and it says Royals and Coca-Cola. Oh, so cool. Totally. And then I have one from the most recent game I went to last summer. Where'd you in, go? In Kansas City. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't been to any other ballpark in America. What? I want to go to the A's real, real bad. The A's are great. So I want to go to the Giants, yeah. also real, real bad, and uh, the Mariners, real, real bad. Because yeah. those are all totally reachable yeah. in a day. Like, seven hours, boom, I'm there, mm-hmm. watch the ball game, come home the next day, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Bay Area, five hours, go down, watch the game, come home, maybe even the same day, depending. I gotta say, so last year I went to a bunch of Giants games, and oh my god, it was so much fun. I love live baseball. Well, live baseball, but then what I love about going to see baseball in the city is there's all these fantastic bars around. Okay. So we would just like hop around a bar to bar and then like go out in a 
see the game with our beers and like you beer. know hammer beers at the game at the game beer and a dog or and you know dogs. it's it's funny um, the beer and hot dog prices in the AT and T park aren't that high they just mm-hmm. I just read an article about it the other day on MSN there uh, they were talking about prices and I don't remember but the 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 Royals are real, real bad again, mm-hmm. but they weren't the least expensive. Oh, interesting. And the the Orioles, I, I there was somebody else where the dollar, the hot dogs were a dollar, in a ballpark, and the yeah. beer was like three or four bucks, and everyone's like, oh, it's eight bucks for a beer, and, I'm, and you're like, eh. we got pretty, mm. we got like seven dollar beers, I feel like, or something like that. But at the same time, I was drunk at the time. Yeah, you got it So I have no idea. Yeah. You're just like, YOLO! I, I think I was like, I'm going to need four hot dogs and three of those beers. Three beers. <laughs> well. Which is uh, enough for me. It, I, you know, the A's, the A's are, they have a giant history. So they came from Philadelphia. Um, they were in Philly. I don't remember the years, but they played in Kansas City from 55 to 67, and oh, then they moved to Oakland. Oh, interesting. Which was why the Royals came about. The Royal Kansas City had, um, they had the Blues, which was a Yankees farm club. Mickey Mantle played on that team. They were about to give up on him, and he was sent down, and he was like, fuck baseball, and his dad's like, don't be an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then he went finally went back up. Um, and then there were the Cats, which was a minor league team, and then there was... Uh, the A's, uh, the Monarchs, Negro League Baseball. Satchel Page pitched yeah. for the A's in Kansas City. I remember that. Through three no-hit innings at like 62 years old. I remember reading about all this. That was a stud. And then they left, and in 69, the Royals came around. And they play in the same ballpark. Yeah. Well, no, they don't. Because Municipal Ballpark was where the A's played, and in Kansas City, the Royals played there for a minute. And then they opened Kauffman. Mm-hmm. Which was just the Royal Stadium back then. Now yeah. it's Kaufman. It's the family name. But um, yeah, so in the Giants, they're not from San Francisco. They're a New York team. Yep. And they moved this way. Then they won, like, it was like 29, they won the World Series. And then like 50 something, they moved here in like 58. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. I what read was, a lot. Because they won the series in 2000 and. 10, 12, and 14. Yeah. Like they were, they were killing it for a while there. Believing. Yep. Believing. Even. Yeah. They didn't win it last year, though. No, they did not. Oh no, that'd be this year. year. Um, it wasn't my team, so who cares? It was the Astros. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't my team. My team's really bad, but um, I don't care. Whatever, I'm still a fan. But um, yeah, the Giants have won most of theirs over here on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Um. But this year, it's probably going to be the Red Sox. Hmm. I haven't been watching at all, so I have no idea. I'm going to tell you all the baseball. You ready? Okay, let's do it. It's Go. A lot. There's a lot of baseball. I, I love on. the baseball. I like it so much, but football is like, okay, it's here, now it's over. I really can't get into football. I can't get in, I can I watch I can get into soccer. Like, I'll I, watch soccer all day long. I can watch soccer. Yeah. I don't know it, but I can watch it. In the, mm-hmm. And Kansas City has one of the best clubs in America. I love it. The Sporting KC. They won the very first Grey Cup. Oh, really? So, sorry, like, all of my sports are, like, super obsessive around everything back home. See, I think that, like, my sports are really based on experience. So, I got into baseball because my father was a huge A's fan. Okay. And so, he 
does all the he recalls all these stories of like he and his buddies like going over the bridge because they were living in San Francisco to go watch the A's because those were the cheap games. So yeah, that's how totally. they got there. So yep, they would still are. Yeah, so that's where they would go to watch baseball and his buddies would all just go do that. So I remember growing up with a lot of A's games and um this last year I got into the Giants just because I went to like I don't know four or five games. It was awesome. Huh. And then I got really into soccer because when I was in Germany they had the World Cup there oh, cool. while I was there, which was the coolest thing ever. World Cup soccer um, is the highest level of soccer, and it's so much better. It's the highest level of athleticism, if you ask oh my me. God, those like guys, those guys are in freaking insane. It's stupid how good. I mean, I could play like two minutes of soccer. Yeah, no. I I can't run like that. I remember in Germany with like me and all my buddies, we would like. Like, because, like, we were so, like, ah, soccer at the time. Like, yeah. we would have games. And, like, oh, man, I don't think we lasted longer than, like, maybe just half a, you know, the 45 minutes. Like, that was just, like, half a, that's that's, that's half so a thing. Much. It's so much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yawning. That is okay. I'm it's yawn- been a it's... long day, dude. I get up at 4. I was up at 5.30 this morning. I'm up at 4, and I'm on How the road. How are you up at 4? I go to work at, I, I leave at 4.30. Oh. I work 5 to 3. That's kind of nice, though. I should be off at 2, but I'm staying, yeah. I'm working an extra hour. So, wait, if you get off, you leave here at 4.30. I get to work at 5. Where is work? White City. White City? Oh, okay. It's a yeah. bit of a drive. Not a long way. I used to live on Elida and drove all the way out, like, by the airport. Where's Elida? Elida's right by the high school. Okie dokie, thank you. Ashland. Yep. And then I lived up on Ashland Mine Road mm-hmm. at the, like the very start. You know where Ashland Mine Road is? I think so. Is that so? If you're right? heading up the, if you're heading up before it starts to be Siskiyou Boulevard, uh, you pass under the train bridge where it says "Welcome to Ashland," and then yeah. there's East Main that go or North Main that goes up the hill. Oh, I had no idea where we were going. Just kidding. I had no idea. I lied. That's actually it turns into Ashland Mine Road. Oh, neato. And it was cool because there's there's nothing but homes up there, and it's mm-hmm. not a lot of homes, but it's not like there's a store or any kind of destination, no reason to be there. So I lived up there, and no one ever just came over. Oh, wow. People don't come over here. Like, I mean, my buddy Derek comes over, but we generally talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, I've lived it's in It's not places. like people stop, stop by randomly or something. Not as much here. Other places, yes. Yeah. But never on Ashland Mine Road. Interesting. Never. Generally, if people have come here, it's because I've invited them. Because mm-hmm. I don't tell a lot of people where I live at, but yeah. I also... You're di- kind of hidden back here. It seems like a nice so, spot. I love this spot. That's a good spot. I'm not going to announce it officially, but I'm hoping to buy it in a few years. <gasps> don't tell anybody. I won't tell anyone. None of my listeners or subscribers. <laughs> don't tell them. Okay, great. But yeah, I'd love to buy <laughs> I mean, the house is really cool. It's super well-built. It's very efficient. Mm-hmm. It's so inexpensive. It's a nice spot. I love it. Yeah. I have a guest room with a brand new bed. I've got my bed, uh, the couchy shit in the front mm-hmm. room. This was actually the living room when Kate and I were married. We lived in this house. Mm-hmm. And this was like where we watched TV. Mm-hmm. And I liked that room way better. And it has a fireplace. Yeah, nice hardwood floors. And there. it's old red fur. It's beautiful. It's super pretty in there. This is the only carpet in the house besides mm-hmm. the area rug that I have in Which my bedroom. Which works for coffee and bullshit because then Totes. it's for sound. It's a little better acoustically, but I'm still going to do some diffuser stuff, like maybe on the ceiling or in the corners of the room. I have some ideas. You could, like, do... 
You could have my band in. We can record in here. It's a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit bright for that. And That's if you true. have a sound person, you can ask them. Do you know what bright means? What right? Bright. Bright? No, I don't. It's a little bouncy. It's, there's really? a little bit. There's another word, but there's it's too. You're not getting any absorption of the oh, sound. Yeah. So if you had up like. Acoustic tiles, the wooden diffusers. You know what a diffuser looks like? I do not. Okay, so picture a fuck-ass ton of one-inch square pieces of wood, all in different lengths, and they were all they were all glued to another piece of wood, mm-hmm. like pointing at you. Yeah. And that breaks up the sound. Well, that's fancy. It's kind of oh, cool. I've kind of seen that. It's like there's yeah. those different, um, what is that called? It's a like, diffuser. Yeah. It's well, a I mean, diffuser. I know it's called a diffuser, but like okay. the, the way it's like Depths. Depths. Yeah. Different Use the microphone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Different depths. Well, yeah, so there's that. And then there's other ways of diffusing, um, but like whatever, for like what I do, yeah. whatevs. But I do actually in the next, this is going to get cleaned up. Like I, the boxes are from brand new equipment I just acquired. I actually purchased them. They were not stolen. But yeah, so I have those boxes that need to go away. I'm going to eventually hang the graffiti art stuff up somewhere. The speakers. To cover up the, the tomato, the tomato on the wall. damage on the wall. <laughs> Thank you, landlord, if you're listening. <laughs> and then the other bullshit, like this total gym thing. Someone gave that to me, and it's literally sat there. Is that like the thing where you the like Chuck pull Norris like the, the Chuck Norris yeah it's totally the Chuck Norris total That's gym awesome I have that and um you can tell by my extreme ab <laughs> you're super have, you're using it I have one ab that, I mean you could use that by like picking it up and putting it I could it move down. it around yeah you could that move it would around. be like my... if you move it from this side of the room to the other side of the room yes you've just exercised done and done just do that a couple Times. You'll be fine. A lot. Just do I have a, a lot of times. If you look out that window, you'll see a 300-pound tractor tire in the, in the gr- on the ground. Yeah. I have a big-ass <gasps> tire. You can do tire flips! I hurt my back doing that. Did you do I, tire flips that side? I did, until I hurt my to, back. I want to see it. Back in March. Come to your house and do tire flips. I have a hammer, too. I have a sledgehammer. Oh, yes! <laughs> yeah. So, I would actually, I am doing the tire flips wrong. Really? Yeah, because I hurt my back. Oh. So I haven't done them since March, but I need to. And when, once the smoke is gone, I'm gonna beat the shit out of that tire. Hell yeah! Exactly like it owes me money. That tire is <laughs> gonna get abused. It should give you money. It, well, no, I want to <laughs> continually feel like it owes me money, so I will keep beating it like it owes me the money. <laughs> Fucking tire, give, give me my money. money. But anyway, so yeah, and then I want to do something with all my vinyl that's in the corner, like that's just really chilling out. Yes. There's like some really good records in there. And this is a record player, this wooden cabinet. This is my mom's. You're like the cool guy, because you got all the the vinyls and the things. I have a little turntable-y, wiki-wiki thing, and all these speakers. Weird for a DJ to have a wiki-wiki thing. I have, this is a speaker. Ooh, ooh, fancy. It's the, it's what came in that box. Uh, Noise. That's part of it. Your band would love this. Yeah, probably. It's a line array, so all the speakers are pointing well, in different like directions. Well, we're like trying to be acoustic-y, so like this you don't need acoustic too much. plugins. Ooh, yes. I mean, it's it's nothing fancy. It's mm-hmm. just bows. Bows. So it feels fancy. When I bring it and people look at, it, they're like, okay, and then you plug it in and start it, and they're like, what the fuck, man? Is it just too, super like it's super good. strong? Yes, clear. The bass response isn't giant, but it's enough. Um, but I, and I love, I have two of them. Mm. They were not cheap. I 
doubt it. I doubt that. Yeah, these were. This is garbage. These are garbage. Oh yeah. This is garbage. Really? Yeah, this is junk. But for my like record listening, this is fine. And then there's that one, and it's they're fucking loud. Mm-hmm. So, but the the altos are. Are those what you take with you when you go no, spin? God, or, no. Do, is spin the correct phrase? You is can say word? that, but I have more in the garage. Oh. I have another whole sound system in the garage, and another one of these Bose units. So somebody asked you what got you into the DJing. Have you have Music, you covered that in this or is just, it just doing it? Oh, and I have that PA system sitting right there. Hey yo, Atomic. That's a Yamaha there. Stage Pass, and it has a mixing board on the back of one of those speakers, and a cowboy hat. <laughs> that's that too big for my head. It's a giant hat. It's it a fits giant my hat. big ass cow head. That, you're, cow see, head. I have an unusually small head. I have a so. regular ass size head. Yeah, I have a child sized head. You just go. can't tell because of the hair. Yeah, that is exactly how you need to do coffee and bullshit all the time. Well, there's my little horsey. <laughs> my there she is. Well, there she blows. <laughs> That's a, that's, and when I do my John Wayne impersonation, I sound more like Al Gore. Just well, there's my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. used to you do don't it. sound as like menacing or like, you know, <laughs> every, no, like, okay, John so Wayne. every president has like what they do with their hands. Oh right? yeah. The, the, Obama, the thumb. Obama and then Trump. Like a, it's like stop, a, stop in the name of the tiny hand Trump, tiny. <laughs> little tiny hand. No, me, me, me. Did you ever hear Jake do his <laughs> Trump impression? Yes, <laughs> yes, at the party. It's yes. perfect. It's huge, huge. It's huge. I feel like I feel like there's a little bit of Mike Myers on Austin Powers happening every time Trump speaks, and I can hear yes. and I watch it. There's a little bit of like <laughs> Dr. Evil and all of those guys just wrapped up into his personality. It's so scary and sad to me that this is the people, the person people choose. Let me ask you a question. Like, forget, just throw away that Donald Trump's our president. Okay. And answer the question of why is his son so involved? Why? Why? Because he's creating a dynasty. Totally. It's not necessarily about, you know, country yeah it's we all know that this none of this is about the benefit of the people i don't get the the son and i mean like i almost like the i almost like his daughter like well i mean i think everyone wants to like her i think there's got to be somebody to like well i think the thing is is that she seems like somebody who is actually reasonable um but there's been a lot of frustration with her because whereas she is the person who's supposed to be like the voice of reason yeah. she's not necessarily doing much to like rein him in well my question no one comes really from rein the place him in anyways. Of, it's like it's almost more like okay like let's say the obamas are in in the office and his daughters are you know adult people if they were this involved the right would have shat their fucking pants about it mm-hmm. and we just have to sit back and take it yep like all of the stuff. Yeah. It's it's just, it's like, I actually, you know, I have some pretty strong opinions in, against Trump and whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still going to do who I'm doing, you know, like what I'm doing in life. I'm still, I'm going to, I'm going to make the best out of what I'm doing, yeah. but I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not cool. It's not good. 
none of it's cool and none of it's good. And I think the hard thing is that like, it is disruptive to many people's lives and it's really unfortunate and disruptive is putting it extremely mildly. Yeah. And it's just a real huge bummer because you know, where is that is a position where you could use your powers for good with great power comes great responsibility. And there is, no well, responsibility I'm, being held here. I'm also waiting to know when we're like, okay, so a lot of people talk about the economy and like Trump's done so good for the economy. And I'm kind of like, how come my rent's so fucking high and my pay is the same? Well, and I think that's the thing is that like, it might be better for some people in middle America, but even then I don't think it's I'm really right in the middle of America. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, but that's the whole thing is that that's who he's supposed to be representing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why the electoral college has been there is because it's there to represent a mass of people who don't feel like they have the masses to be represented. Well, let's talk about like if Hillary won it through the electoral college, no one, nobody that is standing by the electoral college right now would have been standing by that. Oh no, not at all. No, it doesn't matter actually who would have won if 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 there was a Democrat president that won it by the electoral college in this kind of election. Let's say we're coming out of a Trump presidency and we're going into a a Democratic style of presidency, and the electoral college elects that person, they're shitting their fucking bricks in a major way. And it's it's just so funny that that's how it works. Like, well, whatever they're doing is fine, but if you did it. Well, and I think that's the interesting thing is I have I have friends who are on the extreme left and on the extreme oh, right, totally. right in the middle. Nobody's and right in the middle anymore. No, well, not really. Hardly. No, hardly. Yeah. Um, and there are many people who I claim I don't die on the side. And you, you pick more of a side. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do see from the extremities is the arguments that I heard um, from the left about the right the right is now making about the left and it's just the arguments from both sides is being made about each side and it's this really crappy thing of everyone is doing this really awful hypocritical kind of thing the thing is is it's always been there yeah the media drives it but now we have facebook and twitter absolutely so the difference is is we have an immediate source for arguing, mm-hmm. for disagreement, you know, and, and division. And people will say, you know, Trump's dividing the country, Obama divided the country. I, I disagree only because I can choose all day long to remain friendly with people I disagree with, mm-hmm. right? Like I can, I have a number of friends that I disagree with politically that I, I love and adore yeah. and I don't want to lose their friendship, right? Yeah. But um, Facebook divides that. The thing that drives me, the other thing that drives me crazy about Facebook is like, let's say I post something and then a friend comes on and he disagrees or she disagrees. And then it's this other friend that they don't even know each other. And they start arguing. And they just start beating each other up about stuff. That that to me is, that's exactly where I, if you'll see a post of mine and then you don't see it, it's because I was like, nope. Yep. Delete. Well, I've literally had friends get into it um, 
with one another on Facebook because of something I posted. Mm-hmm. And um, literally, I tried to diffuse that by going, hi, how are you both doing? I want you to know that this person right here was somebody that I met when I was in fifth grade, or this person is my best friend's mom and I would like you guys to know how much I care about the two of you and you know right now you guys are bringing each other down and I know that there's arguments but don't do it like don't do it here don't do it here but at the same time like I'm there's this level of responsibility on my part where I have put an opinion out there which means that you're going to get a response you can't expect that you're not going to get a response out there if you're going to put something out onto the internet Mm -hmm. and yet at the same time there is this way in which we have discourse that is so aggressive that we're just mean with one another. And yet at the same time, in this political climate, I understand that there is a need to kind of be a little bit more upfront and direct. It's just a hard balance of, of arguing with the person and saying like, hey, this is not cool, Mm -hmm. as opposed to going straight to, you suck, you know, yeah. like, and like, you know, like, which I, in some examples, it is totally warranted. And then in others, it's like, we go straight to this place of like, you're a terrible person. My dad posted a thing the other day and people were unloading on him. And my, my dad's generally not one to stir the pot. He's pretty mm-hmm. easy going. He's kind of funny. His posts are mostly, uh, like, coffee he's a coffee guy he sold coffee and Sounds like uh, you two are very similar we talk a lot about co- we're, we <laughs> send each other coffee memes but yeah. anyway um so he put and he he's he's a vet of a foreign war he was a marine and you know and he's proud of those things and, As and he it, should be he doesn't like he doesn't really he didn't vote for trump and i love that about him he didn't no way to go dad i love that but anyway and same with my grandfather. But anyway... Um, way to go, granddad. I know. Like, I, way, to, way to go, both so, you guys. So much more. But what, whatever. So the it's funny because, you know, here is a guy who, for one, went to the war and did his thing. And, he, you know, he served, he served the country, um, did so with pride, would do it again, mm. and sacrificed um, some mental stuff. And still has a little fight here and there. Not much. It's really hard to spot. And I, I spotted it for the first time last year. And I was like, whoa. Like, holy cow. You know, my dad's like 68, 69 years old. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh, wow. There's a response to this. Anyway. Um, and somebody comes on and just starts attacking him. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sitting here thinking, I mean, like. I made a quick little joke, you know, and then we 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 chatted a little bit about it. But I'm thinking to myself, like, here's a person who went into a situation because he wanted to. He volunteered to go into the Marine Corps at 17 yeah. years old and then went to war. And um, he did so because he believed in it. And these people will, and he'll, he put whatever he posted was about, it was a thing about Marines being a Marine or whatever. And don't, you know, if you stomp my flag and you never do that in front of a Marine, blah, blah. It was like, it was totally satire, but he, he was like, Hey, look, you know, like I, it's a joke. Um, not a big deal. And then this one was like, it's never a joke. It's this and that. And then he goes, well, that's funny because 
I just looked at your profile and you posted something about like these animals and that they should be killed or whatever and all this stuff. And he's like, so it's okay for you to, you know, uh, promote violence, but, but not me. And, and I've done so in a, in a silly way, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's it's super. And I'm like, Oh, here's my dad just stirring the pots in, you know, but yeah, it's, it, it, um, it's real funny what social media and there's like another side, like let's take politics just straight out of the whole conversation, and there's a complete disconnect in society. Yeah. You know, one where young people, younger than even you, are unable to communicate. Mm-hmm. And they, they, their fault of that is that they're texting, like, mm-hmm. arguments, right? Yeah. There's a text argument. And like m- my son, who's married, and he's got two little boys... You know, he and his wife do a lot of texting back and forth. I'm like, hey, you can't do that. You know, you got to talk. Yeah. Well, you know, I try to talk, but sometimes Riley doesn't respond well. I'm like, you got to respond well. Yeah. You got to you got to learn because if you can figure out a a common place to communicate, psh, it's gold. Yeah. It's super gold. Absolutely. So it, it's funny because I feel and I'm hoping. That there's a, um, a, a couple of steps back in technology that we as a society start to take so we can actually claim humanity again, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, uh, Sunday morning, a group of friends and I went to breakfast and we made a little phone stack on the table. Even the kids, like the 10-year-old kids with cell phones, we were like, nope, put your phone down. And they were into it. Yeah. There was a little bit, there was like a couple of minutes of like, oh, but hold on. And, and we were like, nope. And then it, they just dropped it. Yep. And we were just a lot, there was a lot of give and take at the table between like eight of us. Love it. So there, I, I hope for, and I'm so bad at being on my phone. Like my phone has been taken away from me at work. <laughs> <laughs> by my adult boss <laughs> you know like, like he'll, I was one time I'm on my phone you know I'm at work and I'm do, 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 do. hey the Royals won yes they beat somebody anyway so I'm texting and he just walks over and takes my phone and yeah I'm like, buddy and I'm like pissed you know like oh man my boss is a jerk and he's not he's not a jerk no I, but he I'm knows <laughs> he knows you well enough to know he's that totally, I'm gonna need to intervene right he's now he's such a sweet guy he's, he knows it. we're friends but anyway he took the phone and I'm like <laughs> but now it's funny thing about that is my phone's on my desk right under my monitor I see it all the time and maybe I touch it. Nice. Maybe I look at it. Mostly it's email now. Like yeah. I'll, you know, but I'm also busy. I call 27 states, so it's a lot of work. Yep. But um, anyway, yeah, it's funny to have such a connection to little devices. Mm-hmm. And what's also funny is like I was talking about it the other day. Like, okay, so remember when flip phones were a thing? Yeah. Remember when? I loved my flip phone. And I could text. I could. I could text a whole book on that thing. Dig, 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 I dig. was amazing you at that thing. Look over here and text over here. Yeah, exactly. I could talk to you in the corner and text over here. Yep. Tick, tick, tick. One one two 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 one one. I know how to text. Well, anyway, um, and then remember when flip phones became camera phones. Mm-hmm. Now we have everything. Yeah. On the phones. Well, that's something I think about a lot is that, like, the phone has become 
such a source of it, it becomes your it's become your life. You have your banking on it. Mm. You have your ability to connect with others on you it. Got your porn You've on got there. You've got your porn on there. Um, I don't have my porn on there. Yeah. Um, but I bigger I screen. I don't have porn. Um, why don't What's I porn? have porn? I need to work on that. No one has porn. But damn it. Al Gore's um, internet machine has it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, but like it, that dependence comes from a place of it's. It comes from a place of this is a machine that fits in my pocket that has created all the convenience in the world. Uh-huh. And if I, I have, I have a device in my pocket that can tell me everything I've ever wanted to know. You can get and the I use it for Scrabble. <laughs> you know, like serious. It's it's everything, and it's it, it buzzes. It buzzes. It, it makes noises. You can make music songs. out of it. Plays music. Um, I, ta- I learned how to play two notes today because of my cell phone. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is that these the, with the internet, with our ability to have this complete access to everything, any bit of information, and we as being animals that have kind of evolved to be these beings that want to know, mm-hmm. like that was something I, I I learned about through the show Brain Games, um, but. It's, one of the things that happens and why we kind of get so stuck on like scrolling through mm. stuff like on the Facebooks or mm. like learning about people's lives and mm. is because we want to know what's going on. Like we're looking for information and this is such a fast source of information that we just get addicted to it and we're just scrolling because I we're like, just seeing everything. I like Instagram way better. Well, and, and it's funny is that I, 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 I I can't quite get into Instagram as much and I think it's because for me it doesn't have as much of the interaction as I like me being kind of um, what I call as I'm an extreme extroverted introvert in the sense that by the end like I'm I'm stoked to be out with my friends I want to go hang out and then it's 10 o'clock and I'm going to bed and I'm gonna go yeah Um, there have been so many parties with the girls like Anna and the crew and I they would they called it um they called it the wall. Like I'd be sitting there hanging out with everybody <laughs> and I'd be like having a blast and super stoked. And, and you see my eyes just glaze and I'd just be like, good night. And I'd walk out of the room <laughs> like music still blazing in the household. They're having this huge party and I'm like, yeah. in the back, you know, yeah. just done. And, um, so you anyways, go until you don't. Oh yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. I woke up at five 30 this morning. Mm-hmm. I was out of bed by six, I was on the road <laughs> by six fifty six twenty. I got gas. I went to the gym. I ran four miles. I got to work by eight thirty. And you went to the gym again. And then I went to the gym after work and I worked a full day. I did not get my lunch today. Um, I fed you dinner though. You fed me so much food. It was so it's, good. It's one bowl full. So good. Good. Um, it's gonna be shit later <laughs> in my toilet. Everything um, I eat turns to shit. The shit. Everything I drink Everything turns to piss. piss. Um, but yeah, and then I went to the gym, and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, when yeah. I, when I was married to Kate, my second wife, I had a collection of wives. Mm-hmm. Not really, just the two. Not at the same time. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Almost a collection. I think when you get to three. I was going to know. I don't know. We'll see. One day. Who knows? There Probably not. But whatever. Anyway. I was just kind <laughs> of <laughs> super awkward. <laughs> did you like that? I made that. Oh, no. I, I totally did. Uh, no, time. maybe. Yes. And no, never. maybe. Yeah, I'm, no, maybe, I'm not yes, interested no, in that. Never. I don't ever yep, want that. Maybe. Tomorrow. I don't know. Let's yes. Talk. Never. Jesus. 
Well, anyway, there's like, okay, so I'd go to bed stupid early, like 7.30, 7 o'clock sometimes. Because I don't sleep a lot. Like, mm-hmm. so I, if I go to bed early, I'll get like five hours of sleep and I can wake up and five is plenty and then I can do whatever and go to work. I've been getting better sleep. But anyhow, I'd go to bed early, but like right before the, right, the wall would start to hit and mm-hmm. I would need to dump every bit of my adrenaline. So I would be cooking dinner and singing loudly <laughs> and it was never like an actual song or it was rap music that I was doing in a jazz style. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, um, Kate's brother was staying here with us for a while and he, she'd go like, well, it's about showtime. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'd be like, no, 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 now there's nobody here, and I, I'm like, I was thinking about the other day, I was like sitting down in my bed, and I'm like, oh, I don't do the jazz thing anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I might you, need a dog. You've lost an audience. Did you say you I, might need a dog? I might need a dog to sing jazz Oh my God, to. I'm planning on getting a dog. I have to get a dog. I I'll show you the pictures of what I'm thinking of getting. I want a dog so, so bad. bad. I'm going to start volunteering this weekend, actually, at the Painting Society. Do it. I'm so excited about it. Do it so hard. No, I'm going to. So... I'm going to start volunteering there, and if I don't fall in love with somebody there, um, I have a breeder that um, I'm looking at. Try to adopt real bad. I mean, I'm really trying to, but I also... But what dog do you want? I want a a Labradoodle or a Golden Doodle or a Golden Retriever. Do you like to train animals? Um, So I loved training my last dog. Okay. Like, I, um, you know... Because labs need training. Well, any dog needs training. I mean, well, German Shepherds are fucking smart. I had a German Shepherd. You got to train them. But the German, the German Shepherd I had smart. was the sweetest freaking dog in the entire world. Or yeah, the Jack Russell Kate had was fucking smart. Jack Russells are funny. I I loved I loved that dog. Oh, and my man. buddy has my buddy has one. And the other day I went over to his house. I was like, I want to meet Tex so bad. And then it immediately I went over to get paid for mm-hmm. the club work. And he opens the door, comes outside, shuts the dog inside. I'm like. I wanted to meet Tex. But anyway, so I taught Ira um, in this room when the couch was right there. We opened this door and I could throw the ball out and he'd go chasing it. But anyway, he would, you know, they're, they have a hard time disconnecting with play, right? Mm-hmm. Or disengaging, whatever. And so I taught him because we were thinking like, okay, we have a couple of little like niece, nephew type of dude, girls, you know, people. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, like, this dog might not know how to not bite, mm-hmm. you know, purely from an accidental place. But um, so I taught him how to wait for oh, me nice. to pick up the ball. Like, yes. I would make him drop the ball wherever I was, and then I'd tell him, sit wait. or wait. Yep. And he'd, and I'd reach for the ball and I'd throw it and he'd go. There you go. I mean, it was, but he would do that. I'd go. And it was, it, I taught him a hand, the hand command of like, mm-hmm. hold on. And he would sit down on his haunches and wait. And I'd grab the ball and throw it. Yeah. And we would do that. I could do that. He, you could literally do that for hours on end. That's how Jack Russell's are. Jack yes. Russell's like, so my best friend, so my best friend and I, um, we, 
grew up next to this woman. Like, she lived in the house next door to me. We played all the time. We met when we were eight years old. Mm. And um, her family had a Jack Russell Terrier. I think his name was Rex. Um, Rex in effect. Right, exactly. And that dog, um, they had a pool in their backyard. Mm. And that dog would... would swim counterclockwise, not clockwise, counterclockwise, okay. in that pool for hours. Huh. And to the point that that poor little guy, because he didn't want to like go in the middle of the pool, he wanted to stay close to the wall because he was scared. Mm-hmm. So he'd rub his leg oh, raw no. because he just couldn't, he just was so happy in there, but he would get to the point that he would like yep. have this little, like... Little raw spot on his thigh because Jack Russell's so do that. Close. They can't disengage. No, not at all. But this and, and it's like also OCD. he was afraid of things. When we first got him, he was adopted, and he was afraid of like we'd be out on a walk and there'd be a trash can and he'd pull away. He'd almost pull out of his collar. Yeah. So Pretty it took nice. a couple of years to get that fixed. Why well, you got to hit the mic? <laughs> but that might never do to you. Screw you, Mike. Fuck you, Mike. Sorry. I'm gonna show you. Pow. It's a cacao. Is it? What is cacao from again? Cacao. What is that? It's like well, it's actually cacao. From <laughs> evolution. Oh, or is that the butter? Cacao. 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 There's a yes. ton of movies literally that are running through my mind that you've got. You Dude, have to see. Dude, the three amigos is what the first thing that comes to me. The three oh. amigos. Okay. Come on, come I, on, I might here. own it. There's a whole bunch of DVDs right here. Oh, buddy. I just found my DVD player the other day. Uh, not in here. I was cleaning out the garage, and it mm-hmm. still needs some work. Um, but I'm like, okay, I found my true romance movie, which has like mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, Christian Slater, Patricia yes. Arquette, who is wild. Oh, my God, I loved her. Lust. I lusted her. Because she was and pretty. Loved her. And then there was uh, James Galdolfini from The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Um, Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Quentin Tarantino's first direction. It's so good. <gasps> Did you ever... Do you know who Cousin Balky is? Perfect Strangers. It was a sitcom in the 80s. Do not. Uh, he's in know. it. Did you ever see Beverly Hills Cop? I... Was that Eddie Murphy? Yes. I think I saw bits of it. Do you remember Serge, the fashion designer museum guy? I probably would if I if I saw it again. Okay. Um, I fell asleep during a lot of movies. <gasps> Are you ready for this? Are yeah. you ready? This is Go. my confession. Okay, I'm ready. I fell asleep during Top Gun. <gasps> it's not that big of a deal. A lot of people tell me it's a big deal. It's not that great of a movie. It's... The only good sing, the good song is when they sing. Like the only good part is when they sing. No, That's I, it. I I like that part, but the other good part of that movie was when they were playing volleyball and the song "Hanging, Hanging with the Boys." I don't remember that. Same part. guy, Kenny Loggins. Same guy. Probably was asleep zone. during that part. That's probably why. It, all the sexy guys were shirtless. Everyone was sexy and shirt. Yeah, I would sleep. I would have remembered that. Yeah. Now Val Kilmer's built a little bit more like I am, (laughs) but he can probably still tan. So he's got that over me. I doubt he can grow a beard though. So take that, Val Kilmer. You you got the beard. The beard. He's also in True Romance, but you never see him. He plays Elvis in this movie, but Elvis is the main character's subconscious in this movie. It's super cool. It's a little violent, a lot violent. And 
Yeah, well, it's it, but it, it all goes... You also the Kill Bills, right? Yes. yes, but it all goes in line, which is unusual, because, like, Pulp Fiction is, like, all over the fucking place. Yeah. And you, it, it's, like, it's, like, the scenes are, like, not in order mm-hmm. at all. Like, this scene is moved over to this side of the movie, and then they take that scene and they move it over here. Yeah. Well, True Romance happens in order. Mm. So it's different, and, and it's not... Uh, I don't believe he wrote Quentin it. Quentin Tarantino but, did something linear? Totally Weird. Like, hey, that's I said a whole lot to say that that movie is linear. linear. <laughs> Thank you for teaching me a new word. You're welcome. I'm from Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> anyway, I probably should sign off. This has been a little bit more than an hour and a half. <laughs> we literally Are we editing just, this thing? Not at all. There's no Fantastic. editing. I'm just going to throw it on the internet. Yay! It'll take probably an hour to actually get it compressed, but... Thanks for coming to the Coffee and Bullshit. Thanks for having me. Nice meeting everyone. Nice meeting you. Back at you.